Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, welcome to this brand new series, Being Led by the Holy Spirit. That's right, being led by the Holy Spirit. Now, you might be saying, well, we've talked about the Holy Spirit uh, in the past. Uh, What's this series and how is this series different? Well, it's different because it's one thing to know something about something. It's another thing to be able to apply that in our life. It's one thing to know something about something, but it's another thing to be able to apply it completely in our life. There are many of us, and even many of you have written to me and said to me that you've known of some of these things that we've discussed over time, but you never understood how to apply it in your life. The New Testament tells us that we are meant to be led by the Spirit, guided by the Spirit, that the Spirit will give us words. How does that occur? In John's Gospel, chapter 14, uh, it says this, Jesus talking, and he said, I've said these things to you while I'm with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. So the Holy Spirit is going to teach you everything and remind you of all that I said to you. That's Jesus talking. So how does the Holy Spirit teach us? How does the Holy Spirit remind us in our life? Well, as many of you would know, I'm a bit of a cook. All right, that's right, I'm a bit of a cook, a bit of a chef. Not a very good chef, by the way, but nonetheless, I decided that I was going to go and make a cake. Now, when you watch those cooking shows on television, often the chefs, the really good ones, they don't follow any instructions. They just go and make it all up. So I decided, well, I don't have a recipe, but I'm going to make a cake. And I went to the cupboard and I've seen my mum make cakes years ago and I've seen Rosemary make cakes. And so I went to the cupboard, I opened up the pantry and I looked in and I went, well, we're going to need some flour and we're going to need some sugar. And I just pulled out all of this stuff, things that I don't even know how to use. I've never used things like nutmeg. And, And I just, I put them all into this bowl. I mixed them up, made it. And then I put it in the oven and I cooked it, baked this cake. And when it came out, want to know something? It was the most magnificent cake. You weren't expecting that, were you? It was incredible. No one expected it. (laughs) Me the most. And my family all said to me, you got to make that cake again. That was fantastic. It really was. It would have won awards, I'm sure. If there had been a cake show and I'd entered it, I'm sure it would have won an award. And I'm not even exaggerating. Well, anyway, I went and decided that I would make it again. And so I go up to the pantry, I open the pantry, look at the double, and you know what immediately strikes me? I don't know what I put in it. And I don't know what quantities I put in it. And even though I've tried multiple times to make that cake again, I've never got close and nothing has ever tasted as good as it was. You know why? Because it's one thing to know about cooking a cake. It's, it's another thing to know about how do you put it all together? How do you follow the recipe? How do you meet the conditions of what you're wanting to make? And in the same way, when we want to be led by the Holy Spirit in our life, we have to be able to meet the conditions that would allow the Holy Spirit to operate within our life. When I observe and, and read through history, of men and women, there are some men and women who were not very well educated at all. You would even say they weren't very smart, who were men and women who were led by the Holy Spirit and lived extraordinary lives. 
There are other men and women who were tremendously intelligent, tremendous, academically trained, who were wonderfully led by the Holy Spirit. But I've met some people who are very academically well uh, educated, but they're not necessarily led that well by the Holy Spirit. I've met some people who aren't that smart and aren't that led by the Holy Spirit. It's not a question of what of how smart you are. It's a question of meeting the conditions of the Holy Spirit to work within our life. That's what this series is about. How do we live our life where we can say, I'm being led by the Spirit in my life, which seems a strange thing to say. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to add a little bit and add a little bit and add a little bit as we as the days go by and we're going to build up a story. And then in time, there's probably few things I've ever spoken on that has the capacity to change your life as much as this series will, as you begin to learn to be led by the Holy Spirit. I'm very grateful to the people who taught me and I'm very grateful that I have learned by God's grace to listen to the Spirit, to sense the Spirit of God uh, around me. And we're all as Christian people meant to say that, not just some people, but all of us. Well, let's have a look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. And as I say, we're just going to say a little bit, can't say it all today, just a little bit and then add a little bit every day. It says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, Live by the Spirit. There it is right there. We're meant to live our life by the Spirit, being led by the Spirit. I say, live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you're led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. That's a fantastic passage of Scripture. Well, what's it saying? Is that, is that the writers of the Scriptures tell us that there's a battle raging within us. And the battle that rages between us is between the flesh and the Spirit. The flesh, or what we might call, uh, some theologians call, the sinful nature within us that seeks self, that seeks our own ways, that seeks not what God desires, but what self desires and what the world desires at times, that there's this battle that rages within us. And, and, and we're called to live by the Spirit. But in a sense, it's so much easier to be led by the flesh. What I want, what I think, uh, those, those carnal sense of desires and base sense of desires that we seem to tune into, but when we open our lives to God and the Holy Spirit takes up residence in our life, we, and when we say, Lord, your kingdom come in my life as it is in heaven, we're turning to the Spirit and we're saying, help us. But we have to be led by the Spirit to live that way as this battle rages. See, the sinful nature within us, all the, all the sin of that is forgiven. The sin, the, the sin of Adam and Eve, the rejection of God is forgiven through the death and the resurrection of Jesus. But the sinful nature, the struggle within us will not be completely over until we meet God face to face in heaven one day. And so the struggles within us, the desires within us that want to take us away from God are part of this battle that's taking place within us between the spirit and between the flesh. And you experience it every day. And if you think about, have you ever done anything you shouldn't do? 
Now let me ask it a different way. Have you ever done anything you shouldn't do and you knew you shouldn't do it? The flesh. Have you ever found yourself weak, turning away from what is right and you knew you shouldn't? The flesh. You all know it. But the Spirit is the voice and the power of God within us that says, walk this way. And the Spirit gives us the power to overcome the flesh. Now I'm going to have to stop because I'm going to have to stop because otherwise we'll go too long. And then I'll pick it up again tomorrow because how do we tune in to hearing God, being led by God, walking against the flesh in a sense so that we walk more deeply into God. That's where we're going to go. Well, why don't we pray? I'm going to pray one of the prayers from the from the Holy Spirit book that I've been talking to you about that's just about to be released. And uh, I want to pray a prayer that is about being led by the Holy Spirit in our life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From my head to my heart, across the entirety of my life, may the power and the victory of the cross be upon me and in me. Loving Father, thank you that today you are with me. Thank you, Lord God, that your spirit is all around me. Allow me, Lord God, to hear your voice, to be led by you in every area of my life. I'm open to you. I desire you. I will change to do your will. I give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name for being with me and leading me, Holy Spirit. And Father, I make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. I really do pray that you learn more deeply how to be led by the Holy Spirit. It will change your life dramatically. Well, that prayer was from the, car, from the Holy Spirit book. Prayers to the Holy Spirit. It's about to be released soon. Many people have ordered it as a pre-release. And if you wish to, you can go to this address on the screen or you can go to the Give tab and you decide how much you're going to contribute for that. Some people have decided to become monthly partners in order to be able to receive it and to be able to bless many other people as well. And for that, we are grateful. Hey, God bless you. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, that God wants to lead you and that God is never far from you.